That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Spank the alligator no matter what size it is. If it's on the paddleboard with it, you're spanking it. <laughs> you can hit it. Or maybe shoo it off like a swim. I would spank yeah. a Sweep it alligator. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Billen. I'm Cecil Davis. I want to welcome everyone. We're just trying to have a conversation where we don't Google, we don't fact check each other. We just see what comes out of our brains. And that's kind of <laughs> how the conversations used to go yep. before fact checking, before chat, APT, or all these AI robots that do your essays or fill out your job application, but we brought someone better than a chat bot. Yes. We've got listener number one, Scott, and you know what? I've always wanted to say this. Welcome to the show. Oh, happy to be here, Peter. Uh-huh. Cecil, yeah. thanks for having me. Yeah, so it's been, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been, uh, you know, for those of y'all don't remember, Scott uh, sat in on the first several episodes and led this podcast into the series of Roadside Finds. Yeah, that's the highlight of my life, actually. <laughs> well, we hopefully tonight is, is going to top that. Uh, just but real quickly, any Roadside Finds of note that you'd like to tune us in on? Or did you have any near-death experience trying to get that one ratchet strap that you know you shouldn't have? Now, it's funny you should mention that because the last couple of items I've spotted beside the road that looked interesting i was i was just moving too fast and had had too tight a schedule to to actually go back and get it so i did not get to uh investigate thoroughly so the question i have is if you had enough time would you would you yanked on the brakes yeah try to get you would have you would have just dove down onto the shoulder and trying to get those things retired listener number one would do nothing but just be Hitting off ramps and going back to find out what he was. Now, I sent out a I sent out a notice to you guys on Sunday and nobody responded. What was that? What, you that said was a stainless steel grill uh, on the yeah. side of the road uh, on the way home from church. So, so funny you should mention that. Yeah. Today I saw in a super secret chat discussion goes back to July, I believe it was, mm-hmm. where one of you had noted uh, some fruit beside the road on a university a parkway. That was me. Yep. And, I, and the only comment yeah. was, that's a really tough way to get some fruit. <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, it was either fruit or like two tomatoes like or can't oranges. Two tomatoes yeah. or something. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, it was right there uh, where the vegetable co-op is. So uh, it was probably pretty fresh. Uh, right? Oh, it should be all right. right. Yeah. That's sad, though, when you think about it. Someone just bought their produce and it yeah, flew out of the side of their car. They probably <laughs> stuck it on the hood or the roof as they're getting in and forgot it was there. Which reminds me of a really interesting roadside find, which was a chicken that had come out of a chicken truck. Was it alive? Oh, really? It was, was alive? alive. Okay. This person, a former classmate of mine, took it home, nursed it for a few days, but I think it eventually succumbed to its injuries. Oh, yeah. Did not make it, yeah. They so, eat it? No. Oh, <laughs> did they sure not? not? Well, I don't know. Probably a little bruised. Probably a little bruised and, and battered. Yeah. Oh, man. 
So you've gone from listener number one to co-host number three tonight. All right. Yeah. I feel like it's a promotion. <laughs> it's good. It's a good It's a good job if you can get it. I don't know about the pay, but it's yeah. a good job. I think we should recognize that people who have just started listening, which that could be a lot of you, actually, um, might not understand why we call Scott listener number one. Yeah, we tell is, the story. It is because Scott was the number one listener, number one listener and first listener to the podcast. Um, and so, and probably maybe the only listener for a while. <laughs> so you're the, you got the podcast kicked off on the listening well, side. Well, you know, to the um, credit of the podcast host at the time, he was personally engaging me uh, outside of the podcast to listen. So I, I, you know, it was some some one-on-one marketing there that That's right. probably did the job. Yeah. Well, I remember you distinctly coming up to me at a picnic. And you said, hey, you know, Cecil told me about this idea y'all had for a podcast. You, you should do it. And if you do it, I'll be your first listener. Okay. Well, I believe in it as much as you did, if not more. <laughs> I, I think you did. But here we are. Here we are 73 episodes later. That sounds about right. Man, 73 episodes. Yeah, that's but so. tonight we want to recap one of our most popular episodes. Yes. Which would be our New Year's, was it Eve? Eve. Or, it was New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. Wild, it was the wild wildlife episode. And this is where we talked about encountering wildlife. We talked about government crow. We talked about daredevil squirrels. And we also talk about, well, let me just read you the letter. <laughs> so one of the things that uh, we really enjoy is fan mail. And so tdsrpodcast at gmail.com is a good way to reach us. Or hate mail. Or yeah, or hate any mail. mail. Yeah, any mail is really fine as long as you're not you know, a Nigerian prince or something. Right. Which I do have a story about a Nigerian prince I will bring up at our next episode. So stay tuned about the Nigerian prince. But he sent us an email, uh, and we really we really love these emails. And so I, let me go ahead and... Re- I read the first half of the email because it talked about squirrels, Scott. Yes. But then you kind of followed up, and then you got into a... A segue. Uh, no, not a segue. You, you proceeded to uh, light us up for um, our questionable tactics for dealing with a large reptile. So uh, I'll just pick up where the letter left off. You were talking about squirrels jumping. But as your last podcast pointed out, we know that squirrels can fall. I, too, have seen that happen. Is their play careless? Maybe. But not as nearly as careless as Peter spanking an alligator with a canoe paddle. That was the tedious artist thing I've heard in a while. Not because I doubt it happened, but because an otherwise intelligent person would think this is a good idea. Then I listened in amazement as Cecil quickly jumped on the smack the alligator bandwagon and agreed that this was a sound tactic. That the two you can so quickly come to agreement that startling a man-sized meat-eating reptile with teeth and jaws that could quickly eviscerate Peter's soft pink flesh is the best course of action causes me to shudder. (laughs) Now, in the spirit of TDSR, I will not Google this, but I stand firm in my conviction that even being within canoe paddle distance of an alligator is unwise. And if you were to compile a list of what to do if you find yourself in spanking distance of an alligator, actually spanking the alligator would not even make the list. I'm grateful that it ended well. But don't think this is a case where the ends justifies the means. 
A uh, round of applause. <laughs> very nice letter. No, that's that's a very a, nice It's one of the best letters we've ever got. That's, that's some good writing right there. That, <laughs> that was, was good writing. That, that, good that wasn't too. a chat bot, was it? You didn't use <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. Was... Maybe I was applying to be the uh, blogger. Uh, oh, for, yeah. uh, oh, man, that, is, that, that would be a good... I didn't remember how, how well that was done. Yeah, Thank that you. Was, that yeah. was That was well done. That was well done. And it was heartfelt. Yeah. I could tell. I could tell. I could tell that. So yeah, so uh, you really didn't think that was a good idea. I I can't imagine who would think that was a good idea. But you're right. I did think it was a good idea. He made so he had made such a compelling story as he was telling it. I was like, well, that makes a lot of sense to scare to scare the alligator out of the way. So I have a question for you, Peter. Yeah, yeah. When you looked up from your lure, right, and right. saw the alligator. So, yeah, so to, just to recount the story, I'm canoeing on a river in Florida, doing some fishing, and I'm looking down, uh, I'm tying a lure on to my line, so I'm just drifting aimlessly, drifting <laughs> aimlessly and I drift into this wide, um, big patch of lily pads towards the side, but in Florida, you know, whole, the whole side of the river is covered in lily pads. I drift over, and as I look up and look over to my left, there's the alligator. Yeah. And so did you ask yourself any questions at that point, or did you just act completely on instinct? So tell me what, everything you thought up until the time you spanked the alligator, <laughs> so, use your word. So one of the things that I've realized about the adult male brain is that even into the college years, they don't think ahead too far. How old were you in this situation? <laughs> I believe I was in college. Oh, oh yeah, that's, right. college. that's different. Okay. I actually thought this was like the Peter we know it now. No. Okay. But I, honestly, I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I just can't think of me doing anything different. <laughs> so, so, now you, so Scott pointed out to me at church, he said, normally we have the disclaimer of, of you should not do some of the things that we talk yeah. about at yeah. home. That's right. Yeah. But in your defense, I was not you were not at home. I was well out of my element. So, and uh, but that brings up to another uh, funny. Uh, so, but you asked the question. Yeah. What was going through yeah, my mind? Well, yeah. Um, I guess I, I guess the only thing that went through my mind is I want to see this alligator run. I want to think see this thing take off, and I wasn't going to use my hand, and the paddle was there, and so, so I will tell you. Yeah. New information. That this is college age, Peter. Yeah. And not, um, you know, husband, father of multiple kids, Peter. Right, so, right, right. So I have a very different understanding of the whole situation now. And I don't like it any better. <laughs> but, but I actually, I, I see how you got there. You can cut me some slack? I can cut you some slack. What if I'm a couple years out of college? No. Okay, no. all right. So, well... <laughs> We'll have to we'll have to go back to our um, my wife, sure. who is the, is the our encyclopedia. Yeah. Um, oh, she'll, she'll she will find out. she will know the date. Yeah. Uh, she'll she will know if Were she you knew dating her at this point. I, I don't think I was. Okay. But I don't remember clearly. She'll be better able to to, to hone in on that date than right. You. So I would just here's the picture I would have. In what would happen if I were to smack an alligator? Okay. Yeah. Is that it would lightning quick. Do a 180-degree turn and lunge for me, jaws wide open. Yeah, right. And then I would probably, in an effort to get away from it, uh, turn over the canoe. Dump your canoe. And, and be in a gator-filled uh, 
tributary of some sort and probably just either die of drowning or of mutilation one. Mm-hmm. I don't know which. Yeah, That's that, how I would see it That was a possibility when you hit him. Why, they turn around and come they after him? They could turn me? after you. Yeah. I guess it could have been. Yeah. Now, but my experience had been the entire day that as we're paddling down this river, uh, there are alligators along the banks. Yeah. And they were, as before we even, just when we got into eyesight of them, they would go into the water. Uh, they into were not, the water. Into the water. They were getting away. They were having nothing to do with us. Unless they were getting in the water, prepared for us to dump overboard, and then subsequently eat us. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> do you think that becoming more comfortable, the more alligators you saw, made you less fearful of them? I could have been getting, yes, a little complacent with yeah. my alligators. You got complacent enough that you hit one. <laughs> that's right. Well, I would think that's or, complacent. Or it's bold. <sighs> so, okay, so, so I've got my secret, super secret text message line okay. wide open. And I would just like to show you a picture. And I'd like you for me, to, I'd like you to describe to me what you see in this picture. Okay, I see a picture. Of what looks like paddleboarders, <laughs> and all oh, adjacent to lily pads, <laughs> and I think there's an alligator in the background. Yes. And the participants on the paddleboards are grinning <laughs> ear to ear. Now, do you know these participants? I don't know these participants, but the, my friend, listener from Florida, they, they're friends with him, and he was also on a paddleboard. So but now, now you were in a canoe. Can I, I was in a canoe. Can okay. I address Mister from Florida? I feel safer right in a canoe. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I feel safer in a canoe than paddling. Yes. With my ankles at jaw level and a very unstable. <laughs> yeah. So this picture is basically them posing. With the <laughs> yes, they're posing. <laughs> so there's a picture of some paddleboarders posing with an alligator on the bank. So here's the other thing that you also need to know about this particular alligator. So there's a zoom up of the alligator, and there's a yellow circle on the banks, and you can't make it out too clearly, but it's a bunch of baby alligators. So now are we not just dealing with an alligator? We're dealing with a a territorial mama alligator at ankle level. Yeah, okay. That's a lot of alligators. All I have to say to this is... (laughs) Florida listener, <laughs> I, I may have to. Yeah, we're not uh, gonna we're not gonna call him Florida man. Okay, <laughs> no, no, but no. we're not gonna call him Florida man. Um, I, you, you could become Florida listener number one because I don't know if I could continue to associate with this crowd. <laughs> Just, so I have probably a unhealthy um, apprehension. We'll call it of. Um, of water and oh, really? deep water and All drowning. Right. I'm not a good okay. swimmer. I'm okay. not a swimmer. All right. I don't have a particular fear of alligators, but I seem to I have a good respect for them. Yeah, right, right. right. And I just don't think any of this appeals to me at all. Now, so, I will say this alligator that I spanked, I did not feel it was big enough to jump out of the water. You, you described its length as being, what, five feet? Yeah, right. Five I'm, feet. Yeah, is I, a, is it's as tall as human. I am. Yeah, it's as tall as I am, right? Exactly. But it's not as big and round as I am. But his teeth are, how many teeth does he have compared to you? I, 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 <laughs> and how sharp are they? And how big does his mouth open? At the time, I did not feel that this alligator could capsize my boat. I'll, I'll chalk that up to... Um, I'm a, I'm a very I'm a very ex- I'm a very experienced canoer. <laughs> okay. I know what it takes to flip a canoe. I did not think this 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 but 
even with its tail underneath my boat, I don't yeah. think it could have right. slapped me hard enough to flip me over. None of this changes anything, except, <laughs> except I just want to encourage you to offer disclaimers after I see. any of yes, this. Yeah, just right. so you going forward. You're, you don't lead people astray and into... into Alligator infested wars. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. So on my honeymoon, we arrived at Kiowa Beach at night. Okay. That's where we're staying. And walked around, walked to a restaurant, walked back to where we're staying, and unknowingly walked through alligator territory. <laughs> oh, wow. Because the next morning there were signs, you know, be careful of alligators, alligators. And we just kind of... Just kind of walking through. Walking through. And so there was an alligator that would stay outside of our place on the bank. I have a, a personal philosophy about that. I never honeymoon where there are animals, where there are alligators, <laughs> or at least animals that could eat you. Yeah. Well, I actually honeymooned in the uh, Great Smokies, so there are okay, probably some bears. There's some probably bears. Yeah. That's right. So there, I actually have a companion story to this. Should we do some words of wisdom? Yeah. So the words of wisdom tonight are: we've talked about <laughs> letting sleeping dogs lie. That, that that is a line we've used. That's yeah. some words of wisdom we've used but before. Tonight it's let sleeping alligators lie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let them rest. Yeah. So whereas sleep, let sleeping dogs lie talks about not bringing up things from the past. Telling the letting sleeping alligators lie just means what it means. Yeah, love, love, yeah, let alligators alone. I tell you what, um, I still, I, I'm, you know, I thought about this more, and I still would think, I still think I would yeah. do the same thing even today, if, even even today, even if the alligator was a little bit bigger, because I think I really wanted that alligator to be afraid of me, and the only way I can make it afraid if it was smacked with a paddle, because if I gently kind of nestled it and pushed it around. I did not want it to turn around and say, ooh, what's that? Really? I wanted him to be very, very so sure startled. that something was messing with him or her. Now, this case of the uh, the mama on the paddle boards... Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, the Cecil, whole grinning, I'm, the I'm, whole I'm, grinning thing makes me, makes me laugh. I'm a little more sympathetic <laughs> to you, Cecil. Jumping on the <laughs> smack the alligator bandwagon, <laughs> having been in the presence of your... You, you have a... Wouldn't about you, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wow, maybe he's right. Maybe we should go beating alligators all the time. That's, <laughs> that's the beauty of this conversation. Oh, it is. Because well. you probably could get on Google and say, what's the best thing to do when around an alligator? And like you said, probably spanking the alligator is not on no, the top ten. <laughs> you know, I think the little alligators would actually, because if the big alligator is one thing, but imagine if you got one of those little alligators on a your paddleboard. Ankle biter. Yeah. Wow. On your paddleboard. Yeah. It, it couldn't kill you, but it would probably oh, make, it would make, life, it'd make you really life miserable. Yeah. So have around. you guys been on paddleboards? Yes. I have never been on a paddleboard. I yes. was on it for about six seconds before I fell off, and then mm-hmm. another six seconds. And it, yeah, it's. It takes some balance, yeah, and it's not something as, as easy as it looks. Yeah, no, I yeah, I think yeah. I thought I saw that picture and I said that don't look right. Yeah, I've paddleboarded out into the intercoastal waterway mm-hmm. and across it, and it um yeah it can be it can be a little they're they can be unsteady. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I think there'd be more unsteady if a small alligator joined you on the board. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. But then you're going to be the the fear of what would happen with. It's mama down below. Yeah, you've, be, you've yeah. got to make a decision. You've got to point. make a decision. Yeah, are you going to stay on the board let the, with the little alligator biting or your toes, yeah. or right. the big mama biting <laughs> your whole leg? I, I would. St- I'm still going back to spank the alligator no matter what size it is. If it's on the paddleboard with it, you're spanking it. <laughs> you can hit it. Or maybe shoot it off like a swim. I would spank yeah. a Sweep baby alligator. Yeah. So I actually have a companion story. To Tell this. me about this uh, companion I don't remember story. what age I was, but my dad and I were, uh, and my dad's a listener, by the way. My dad and I had gone in, we're in the swamp. Whoa, 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 whoa. Your dad's a listener? My dad's a listener. 
He's from your past, though. He's from a, yeah. He so knows you. He knows me. Oh, so it's uh, yeah. So he still listens. So that's okay. good. So that that goes against the uh, the whole. That um, goes against the uh, rule that we have that if you're from my past, you probably don't listen. All right, all right. Um, so, but Dad and I were in the the swamp behind my which we've talked about before. Ah, the swamp the, uh, of Bladenburg. Yeah, the, in Bladenburg, and we were at a place called the Old Dam, which is an an old dam mm-hmm. across the swamp, and there was a. Uh, there was a large cottonmouth, okay. big cottonmouth. And when I was, it seems bigger in my mind, but it was a big snake. I mean, he'd, gotten, he'd been in there for a long time. So again, we thought the right course of action was to hit <laughs> the snake. The same reasoning that maybe you could startle him enough that it would go away. But so we went, so dad picked up a log. I was a little fella. I was behind dad. Dad was in front of me. He hit the cottonmouth and the log splintered. And when it did, the cottonmouth did exactly what you were afraid of. It came down the hill, came down the little rise toward us. And then as we were backing up, Dad ran, ran over me. So we both kind of ended up in a heap. And then the snake came down toward us and then turned and then went back into the water. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment where he was coming toward us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So it, uh, yeah, we hit another reptile and it had the opposite effect that, that it had. Well. There, oh, there you go. I, I, that's a that's a nice companion story. What have you learned from that? Does that I don't change? know. I mean, that, I don't think you learned a thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I did either. Actually. I learned not to be standing right behind Dad when he's right yeah, back. He's going to get out of the way if you're in his way. <laughs> he was bigger than I was. It seems like yes. If you see one person moving towards a reptile. Hmm. You need to be moving the opposite direction. Oh yeah, that's what you need to. That's do. a gift right there. Because if if the thing turns on you, we we invoke the rule of you don't have to outrun the reptile. Yeah, right. You just have to outrun Cecil. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I should have been moving in the opposite direction that's right. at that point. As soon as you saw the log being lifted up, right. time to bail out. Yeah. So are alligators like um, you know? There's some things if you see one, there's ten more you don't see. Is that the case with alligators? Are you saying, do they come in like packs? Well, so... Um, are they a community? I've heard that if you see a, a cockroach in your house, yeah. you're already infested. Or, right. you know, there's, or a mouse. Or a mouse. Yeah. There's, it's not a lone mouse. There's not a lone Okay. So if you see an alligator and you scare it off, you're probably not safe to go skinny dipping at that point. Well, I tell you what. I mean, when we were on this river... We saw. I knew there were pl- more than just the one alligator. I knew there were plenty of alligators. I suspect that these guys on the paddleboard were on these, on this waterway, knowing well, there were alligators. They were on something. Yeah, they, <laughs> it was supposed to be like a spring, like a, some natural springs uh, there, like a, lakes and spring areas. And yeah, imagine all, especially in Florida. Now, if you see a lone alligator walking around your neighborhood, I don't think you have to worry about a pack. Yeah. Of alligators, but you've heard of you know people yeah. showing up and there's an alligator in their pool. Well, I've heard. But if I don't a think there's of water in Florida. There's an alligator, right? But I don't think you have to worry about that. If you see a, one alligator in your pool, okay. but there's not one, you know, over in the barca lounge, you're hanging out. Got it. I see. Yeah. Or in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't sound right. None of this is sounding right tonight. This no. has been um, one of those episodes. Yes, uh, but you have come to the end of another. That don't sound right. Hey, but before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening. If this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you hitting would you consider hitting the subscribe button or the check marks on Apple Podcasts? Would you also rate us or even lead us a review? And again, thanks for listening. 
Remember, there's still time to get your uh, sweetheart a TDSR shirt, toboggan, pint glass, sticker. That brings up an interesting thing. I got an ad today for a TDS, TDSR shirt in uh, Valentine Pink. Really? Yeah, came across my uh, email today. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know that happened. You don't think it's a, a, a forgery, do you? I don't know. So. Yeah, if somebody starts forging us, I would, that would make me very happy. <laughs> if we're good enough to be forged, then that's great. All right, so, but that don't sound right is production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host uh, and sound engineer, Cecil. Uh, Peter is your other host and uh, web designer. And uh, tonight we've got the third host, <laughs> Scott, which we'll always see introduced again. Emily is our graphic designer. Giorgio is our uh, merchandise tester. Brent is our brand ambassador. And as always, listener number one is Scott. <laughs> so until next Saturday night, keep talking. And stay curious. Stay curious.